Hi, this is Lacey from Bourbon House, and you're watching CMS TV. And we are back. We're not started. We're we're mid-show already, if you can believe that. Um, dude, how cool was Jason to catch up with, man? Super cool. Yeah, he was good, man. I, I definitely enjoyed it. it. It's weird. I've never talked to him before. I don't know why. I you know, like I guess maybe because I'm just not the biggest Saigon Kick guy. But right. and, and maybe it's just because <clears throat> Saigon Kick really hasn't done much in like eons. I knew the song, of course. Yeah, you know they played the shit out of it. Yeah, on the radio back then. Good stuff, man. I, I mean, it's 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 just good to see that there's so many, so many guys that are out there still doing this and doing it at a high level. You know, there's a lot of guys that are still doing it, but they're not doing it at a high level. <laughs> right. You know, Jason is definitely otherworldly as far as musician prowess and musicianship mm-hmm. and and creativity. He's you know, and, and that's the, that if I had, and I should have said this to him, so many of the guys that he came up with, they're locked in the box. You know, they're trying to sound like they're successful records instead of just doing the music that they do. I like right. when these guys like Jason do stuff that just, they're doing whatever they want to do and they don't give a shit that it doesn't sound like their big hit. I you like know? everything I've I heard. I mean, the one video that you had included was like yeah, an acid trip or something. It was like <laughs> it down tuned his voice. I was starting getting flashbacks. But then they played a sampler of the other songs. I was like, oh shit, this sounds really great. You know, which he mentioned. You know, have a non point on his label. Yeah. I used to like that band. I remember buying. I, buy, I like bought that band. I yeah. bought that record in the early two thousands. I used to like to listen to it before I went on stage with Piercy. Yeah. And one of the roadies fucking stole it and I was pissed. No, I, 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 I'm a huge fan of them, man. They're we actually the uh, the early in current back when I was doing um Aftershocks TV, which eventually became Chris Aiken Presents, mm-hmm. we had um we had um what's his name? The singer, the singer of Nonpoint. We had him on twice, I think. Once this was a funny one, dude. Once he we we asked him to do a um an interview he said yes and then he ended up doing like a sudden camping trip with his family uh-huh. but he literally still did the interview so i got to give him credit for that you know he he literally he's out in the woods somewhere um and and he <laughs> we get um we get you know we're doing the show live we get the pop in we see him sitting at a picnic table in front of a lake and and we're like elias where the hell are you and he's like well i'm out here in the mountains camping and i was like what you know i even told him i said you could have said no he's like no no man you guys are being cool enough to give me a space to talk about what we're doing and we're i'm gonna do it and he did it from his campground Wow, he must have a cool family because that sounds horrifying to me. That's scarier than like Friday the Thirteenth being on a camping trip. Yeah, well, and not only that, can you imagine telling? <laughs> can you imagine being with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever and saying, "Hold up, hon, I got to go do an interview for for my mute for my job Ugh. while you're on vacation." Wow, that has to come with some argument. That cannot just be like, "Okay, good, go ahead, honey." That's not how that works. <laughs> Zoics. too funny man well dude we're gonna have um 
Jarvis Leatherby from the band Night Demon call, calling in in a in a few minutes. I don't know from what I gather, you're not you're not super knowing of Night Demon at this point, correct? Uh, not. I've heard the name, of course, and I know they sure. play a lot of festivals and cool stuff like that. Um, you played me a little bit before the show, and it sounded sure. amazing. Well, they they are just kick ass in the traditional heavy metal iron maiden ufo mold i guess just traditional straight up metal not death metal not no cores no no genres just i don't think you could call them you know anything other than metal and yeah. and i've known jarvis you know pretty much since he came out this is their third or fourth album i think i think fourth album if you can include the live record and um it's interesting and we'll get into all of it because this is the first time from listening to it for me that I've really felt like he, they really kind of swerved a little bit or tried to, and not in a bad way, but they definitely took some chances. Well, they took chances that they have not taken previously. Previously it's been amps to 11 and go, you know, you know, and, and, and seeing them live, you get that vibe too. Every time I've seen them live, it's definitely been amps are turned up. These guys hit the stage and, and they just play until it's the old fashioned show where everybody at the end of the show is soaking wet, you know, from right. just rocking out be. for, for 90 minutes or a hundred minutes or whatever it is. Great band. So I'm definitely looking forward to Jarvis checking in here in a few minutes. But until then, man, um, we've got five, six minutes. Uh, you obviously did a few shows out at, out in California, hometown shows, right. I guess. Local and I should shows. clarify, because, you know, when uh, our guest was on earlier, I made a yeah. snide comment about Los Angeles. Really, it had right. nothing to do with the venues we played, because the two Canyon clubs that had, had that book, Stephen, were fantastic, and they sure. were super nice to us, and probably some of the friendliest staff i've ever worked with the okay. sound was great at both shows uh so it had my my gripe had nothing to do with those clubs okay. it was just a reminder once i was out there it's just the schmucks that live up in los angeles like i almost got run off the goddamn road uh going from the venue to my hotel right after the first show there's a lot of construction going on up on the fire or the uh you know, 101, 134, mm-hmm. all, all up there. There's always construction going on. Sure. But at night, what they do is after like 10 at night, they'll take the cones and the left lane will just all of a sudden disappear. It'll it'll send you over to the right with cones. So, and it comes up pretty fast. Um, I was in the, the left lane and I was going probably 70 miles an hour. And I saw that the we had to get over the cones were starting to push me. Well, the guy behind me decides he's going to pass me on the right and basically shove me into these cones, basically tried it, which was so stupid of him. And in my mind, I was all hyped up and stuff from the show. And I'm a, I'm kind of a road rager. Sure. I'll admit. And that's why (laughs) I don't have weapons. That's why I don't carry a gun (laughs) with me because somebody like this, I would have totally shot him, shot. (laughs) I would have put the window down and just right. So that's why I don't even take. A firearm with me anywhere uh but 
what I did do was drive like a maniac. Right. Like I I was, I got behind him. I got my fling in my brights. I'm like, and I just kept the horn going the whole time. Like I'm a crazy guy. I'm chasing (laughs) you. Ah!" Uh, And I, and when I finally did get alongside him, he looked like a baby boomer, like Clark Griswold guy. (laughs) You know, it was like not even a, 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 a worthy adversary, if you right. Will. And it's always like that for me. Like every time I think somebody did something because they were trying to kill me or they got a problem with me, that probably wasn't the case at all. Like you just like a Asian lady was on the phone or, you know, mm-hmm. some soccer mom. And you're thinking it's going to be some guy that you're going to like kick his right. ass. And it's never that person. So, I mean, yeah. I should, I should mellow out, but that one I did take personally because it was at like a high speed and it was like a dangerous situation where, I mean, if the guy was going to zip past me, that would have been one thing, but he went slow enough that it fucked me up and I had to slam on my brakes. Right. Or I would have went right into the construction zone and got killed. You know what I mean? This guy right. wouldn't have even known. Uh, yeah. Cause, because he was dicking around with his radio looking for that next James Taylor song or he's something. He's a fucking Mr. Magoo. You know, <laughs> Oh, Mr. Magoo, you've done it again. You know, he just like creates all his disasters and doesn't right. even know that it so happened. Do you, th- do you think he purposely cut you off or do you think he just wasn't paying no fucking attention now? Now that I think that, out. you know, he was probably a boomer that went and had dinner somewhere and probably had a few drinks and didn't fucking know what the fuck he was doing. He was just, <laughs> you know, I don't think it was about me. I just think he just made a bad choice to like. You know, he didn't realize that the cones were ending right there. Maybe right. he didn't have the visibility to know, but uh, I was ready to kill that guy. <laughs> I followed him for like a few exits. Nice. I was really mad about it, you know, but I can't get like that. That's terrible. You know, it's not I get like that sometimes. That's why I don't drive very much. It's why I don't go to stores. Dude, I have not. I have not been in a store. Right. In eight years now. And I'm, just I'm sorry to take your to dominate here. I'm sorry, oh, but you're, 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 you're making me have flashbacks to this terrible LA experience and going to a store was one of the fucking problems that I had <laughs> the next morning. I thought it was, we were at a nice, pretty nice hotel. Right. Uh, and I, I was like, well, what's around here? You know, I want to get something to eat. I know they're going to feed us down the venue. I don't want to eat too much. turns out there was a Ralph's uh, okay. near where we were in, in Glendale. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go, okay. So I walk to this Ralph's now. I don't know if it's because, I forgot where I was and I was wearing like a red flannel. Okay. And maybe they thought that I was a Trump person or something. Perhaps I'm just, you know, trying to understand where this attitude came from, but I go into, I go into this Ralph's I'm just kind of perusing and it's kind of like a stripped down Ralph's. It was more like a bodega Mm -hmm. style Ralph's. Right. Uh, But I saw on the other side that they had a bakery section and I'm like, well, I'll go get, you know, some chicken or something. And, some kind of deal over, over in that area. And so I walk over there and there's a woman working behind there and she's pulling some chickens off the rotisserie that look pretty damn good. And right away, as I walk up, she's, she kind of mansplain woman explains to me the situation. It's like 10 right now. It's like 10 58 in the morning. And right away she goes, the sides aren't ready yet. So you're going to have to come back some other time because Ugh. you know, and just starts one of those moves. And I was mm-hmm. like, uh, Okay, well, I didn't even say what I wanted yet, but okay, it's you know, it's eleven fifty-eight. It can wait two minutes. I go, right. I go, no, it's all good. I'm just looking at your menu. And they had this like annoying menu thing up above. It had it had one kind of menu, but the, the other one 
flashed it, it it flashed to a special they have which was like an eight dollar meal deal right and i was trying to read it but it would like only stay on that screen for like one second right so i'd have to wait another minute for it to then cycle through and then go to that thing i was oh what does it say and i would try to see okay they had like a dark meat a white meat a, a fried chicken one right and you know as far as the deli there i mean they had all kinds of fucking potato salad and all, everything you could imagine going all the way down i saw that she had other sides she was going to be bringing out like shit i didn't care about like corn right. and fucking whatever but as i'm waiting some other guy comes up and he stands there and, and she's really nice to that guy she goes oh hi sir how can i what, what can i help you with <laughs> walks right there like i'm chopped livered like even though she yelled at me before and i had told her oh i'm just looking at the menu it's okay i'm just seeing what i want but it goes over helps him he orders some shit then she goes back to doing her thing it's now like 1105 and right. she goes okay what can i do for you and i go okay well i you know I, i'd like one of those eight dollar meal deals she goes we don't have the sides yet they're not up Ugh, and she like starts yeah and i'm just thinking why the fuck <laughs> did you even ask me what i wanted or, or start this up again right and who the fuck do you think you're talking to right you know what i mean your job ain't that goddamn hard my first job was at chicks natural and encinitas doing those same rotisserie chickens in the thing sure i was 15 years old bitch <laughs> she just you're, thinks you're 60 dude she's she's looking at you and seeing dirty rock star guy and she just doesn't want to deal with you I don't know what her fucking problem is. I had a hat on my, it, it was the same hat really. I mean, I actually right. looked kind of like I do right now, you yeah. know, except I had I a red flannel. I, I had a red flannel, you. you know, but, uh, you know, so she was a total asshole and I, I like kind of let her know too. Cause you sure. know, if you think you're going to fucking dominate me somewhere, I have no problem making a scene there you go. anywhere. I'm an entertainer. <laughs> yeah. You have you no know. problem making, making noise. Well, yeah, I, no, I love, I live for that shit. Hell yeah. Well, I'll tell you like, who so else I, has no problem making yeah. noise. The mighty Jarvis Leatherby of the band night demon. He is waiting in the wings. Right, so why do don't we this. do this dude? We're going to play one quick spot, play a little bit of night demon music, and we will be back with Jarvis Leatherby of the band night demon right after this. It is Chris Aker presents. <laughs> 